Welcome to On Tap with Southside Collection. I'm here with Garrett Horvath, as always. How you doing, Garrett? Man, I am doing all right. How you doing, Carlos Diaz? I'm doing well, thank you. You you put me on to a show this week. You reminded me that it was on this week, Atlanta. Yes, man. Uh, with the long wait, it's hard to say that it snuck up on me. But it really, yeah. like the day of, I just remembered. I was like, oh shit, Atlanta comes back on to, or comes on today. Yeah. And man, did Donald Glover kill it? Donald Glover did a great job. Honestly, I, I actually didn't know that uh, both episodes were gonna air, like uh, episode one and two. Yeah. And so that took me by surprise. I thought episodes were about to be an hour long. Like, damn, he's really putting on. Right, because on the cable, <laughs> like on the actual reading, it, it says episode one, long, one. Like one yeah, long whole reading. Exactly. But man, uh, I just fuck with what he did, man. Like, obviously, I can't sit here and act like I relate to everything yeah. that's going on in the show. But overall, <laughs> the the type of humor he went for is perfect. For like, he, they gave him FX. I don't know if this is gonna be every time, but. Um, they let a lot of shit slide cuss word wise. Yeah, and I'm cool FX is letting uh, letting their cable flag fly. You know what I'm saying? I mean, why not, man? We're all adults. It's like listening to the radio. Like, cool, got it. <laughs> more, more awkward notes, please. Um, <laughs> Continue. It's like listening to the radio for music. Like we're adults. Why? Like why aren't you just gonna let us listen to fucking like people well, say? I I, I, hear, I can see it on the radio. You know. I, I see that like you have you can be traveling with anybody. Some sometimes you don't need all that cursing in your life, uh, but I think we're also at an age of technology where we can we can choose like if we want stuff to be censored or uncensored at the same time. Like we have uh, cable shooting down into our houses or running through a cord. Why can't we choose to have our stuff explicit or non explicit? That's what I'm. You should yeah. be able to have options like that. Yeah, and that actually gets into our topic about Netflix, man. Netflix. Netflix is awesome. W- wide fucking open. Yeah, I just, I know I, I said on the last podcast, or was it episode two, I hadn't seen Stranger Things. You've seen it? I've, I've binge-watched it in li- a little less than a day. I could have done it in a day, but I was like, or I, like in like a couple, like straight, but oh, yeah. it was three o'clock in the morning, I had work at eight o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah, you gotta, you gotta decide how <laughs> you want to spend your time once yeah. you get halfway into a season, whether or not it's that night, or yeah. it's the next night, but it's happening. But directly right after I got off of work, I went and finished it it's the type it of show was, man stranger it was, things it was awesome. is badass it true anything that netflix is putting out right now mm-hmm. is just killing it netflix is doing a great job because their demographic they don't really have a demographic what they have to do is make shows that last longer yep. Not, like last long or that a people that that enthrall people into watching it they can't make cancelable shows exactly so yeah. like so that's where they really uh have a step ahead of everyone like with narcos you, you've been telling me about narcos bro Get on Narcos. I'm good. That's my that's my thing. After Stranger Things, I I, I know I've been asleep on Narcos. Uh, I've just I been busy. How, like, yeah, I've just been busy. But I heard too many, like three many things about Stranger Things. I had to watch. Oh yeah, it. man. Everybody was talking about Stranger Things. That's the way the Netflix shows go now, though. Yeah. It's like they drop. There's a group of people that literally binge watch it in that night. Yeah. And then there's the people that are like, all right, I'll believe the hype. Yeah. And then I usually, uh, I like to see if the hype's real, and then eventually get on it probably within a week, and then. I never turn myself away from their shows, man. Like I'll I'll make decisions like, well, you know, I could go out and get a drink right now, yeah. and go hang out with some friends, but I mean, I'm in my underwear already. Yeah. I might as well <laughs> just stay in bed and watch fucking the rest of Stranger Things. Uh, I somehow miraculously avoided all spoilers for Stranger Things. I knew there was children. That's not I knew, easy. I knew there was one uh, Winona Ryder and the guy that looks like Ty Burrell from Modern Family. All right, cool. Go ahead and spoil it for everyone who hasn't seen it. <laughs> Spoiler alerts: the children and <laughs> and B-list actors that do A-list jobs. Well, for I, damn I, sure. I think I think Winona Ryder like she plays 
like I, she, I might be wrong, but she probably played like a concerned mom role, one or two of those on Lifetime or something, it, <laughs> before she uh, yes. took on the ultimate concerned mom Her role. Her and Rob Lowe killing it on fucking Lifetime. <laughs> Rob Lowe's on Lifetime. He's in a few movies. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna admit how many Lifetime movies I've yeah. seen in my uh, lifetime, but um, but that is the cool enough. thing. That is the cool thing too, because Netflix also makes programming for everyone. They make cr- programming for children. They make programming for you and I. They make programming children. for Latinos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but they make original programming at the same time. Like, like, oh, they, yeah. they they bring back stuff, bring back community for a movie. Please uh, get the community movie. <laughs> uh, but they, they don't take chances on things that are going to fail. I feel like they, mm-hmm. they set things up to succeed, even with the Marvel franchise. They, Dude, they, they inherited the a gold mine. Yes. Um, the, whole, the whole Marvel acquiring uh, which, uh, Daredevil and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that wasn't their first choice of what they wanted. Yeah. They wanted the rights of the Fantastic Four back. They got Daredevil. And goddamn, lemons into lemonade. Can we just <laughs> can we give up on Fantastic Four at this point? Oh, yeah. All right, but I have. I, I've officially given up on Fantastic Four. There we go. You heard it first. Luke Cage, though. Luke Cage does look sick. dope, and that's next on, yes. on, on the Netflix, right? And if I can hope for one thing, it's that... Um, Who's the chick that's uh, Rosario Dawson? Mm-hmm. She's gonna be in it. She's the glue, and, yeah. And I will, uh, I will be binge watching that almost entirely for her, and then for you know the action and the cool <laughs> shit as well. We also have the Texans preseason, or no, the Texans regular season. It starts this NFL Sunday. NFL starts. We're recording right before. Uh, the first game of the season, your Broncos are taking on them Panthers, boy. But we're not talking about the Broncos or the Panthers today. We're talking about the Houston Texans. Goddamn Houston Texans, Stellar baby. wide receivers, man. Oh, my Finally. God. Yeah. We've always had some good wide receivers, but then we had, like, Kevin Walter. And then a can, two, yeah. And then, like, a good tight end-ish. And I think at this point, I, I don't even know anything about our tight end, but that might be <laughs> a hole. But yeah. I, like, I know his name is long as shit. And oh, is that's it? That's about it. Yeah, I'm not even well, trying to pronounce it. I know our defense is always doing great. I feel like I feel like Brian Cushing's fallen into a role where like people just don't expect anything, so like he just does things quietly because JJ oh, yeah, yeah. Watts out here like I'm on HEB. And I think that's perfect for Brian yeah. Cushing, honestly, because he is he was our all-star line. Yeah, he's an all-star linebacker, and he needed something else to like come, someone else to come through and set that up. Yeah, because man, I remember the years of the DBs being. You might as well have just not fielded them at that yeah. point. Shit, like uh. I think it was um, Glover Quinn, maybe. Um, I don't want to get the wrong person, but yeah. whenever uh, we were beating the Jags and going into the like the last minute, uh-huh. he jumps up and swats the ball down, and it goes right into the receiver's hands. Oh, I remember and that. And they yeah. win the game with that. Yeah. Like, bro, that that was the type of uh, Texans luck that we got with defense, and now we got the, the best defender or best defensive lineman in the NFL. Probably not arguably, definitely for sure. The the biggest key to our su- success will be Brock Osweiler. Yep. We, we've always needed a quarterback. Like You can pick a year, like any year in time since the Texas franchise. One of the notes will say, but if they had a quarterback. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, I could, if I could have like 20 minutes just to shit on Matt Schaub, that'd be cool. Um, I'll give him <laughs> a little bit of credit because yeah. for like a year and a half, he actually fit exactly what was needed with the offense given to him, yeah. except – he still needed to be more if we actually wanted to compete. Yes, and exactly. He, he was not. He was not more. Uh, he would make himself fumble running around. <laughs> um, to be fair, he never really had a solid running back because he was on the squad, but he wasn't on the field ever. Arian yeah, Foster. Arian Foster. But hey, shouts out to Arian Foster getting that starting job in Miami. Though I have 
I've always fucked with Foster. The two man, weeks just... he's gonna start is gonna be really good. And oh yeah, dude. Welcome I think to he's the crazy train. Bro. Oh for no, two I, weeks. I, I, yeah, for two weeks I think he's gonna be that man. And then I, and then the third game he's gonna slip something, and then it's a it's and a and then it's back to training with his snowball. Cousin. Yeah. Oh god, don't get me started on that. But Brock Osweiler, he he took my my team, my Broncos, to greater heights. He he filled in for Peyton Manning. Yeah, and he did a damn good job. I wasn't mad at it. Right? Shit. I mean. Y'all have had two replacements for Manning that I can think of. Yeah. Osweiler. I oh, know Tebow was pre-Manning. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me slipping. But, uh, yeah, Brock Osweiler, man, I think, honestly, he's about to have a standout year. Like, we already paid him enough money to do it. Yeah. Now, just go and do it. Hell, and he had a great year last year with Emmanuel Sanders, and I feel like DeAndre Hopkins is just a more athletic, yes. like, like more a freak Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is a damn animal. Oh, my God, yeah. And then he, he's not the only target now. Like, yeah. So we got a Will Fuller, right? Uh, who's the yeah. other one? Will, Will Fuller, Fuller, Braxton Miller. Braxton Miller, uh, yeah. And then we even got Jalen Strong to come in if we need a fourth. And Jalen yeah. Strong, man, he dropped, like, I don't know how much weight exactly, but he, he got fit this year. And yeah. He, like, he's ready. He really wanted a starting job, and then it just so happened we loaded up. I like I like Cecil Shorts a little bit more. We let him go. I did. Uh, I've always. But liked I, I feel like shorts. he's gonna be the first person we we call if we need uh, yeah. a returner. Like someone gets hurt. I feel like Cecil Shorts is right there on the line. Cecil or uh, Cecil Shorts was part of that era that you used to always talk about, where we kind of took teams their best player from two years ago yeah so like the jag he killed it with the jags and then we were like oh yeah you did kill us like yeah. you burned us and then he showed up and it's not like he did a bad job at all but yeah he's also a little bit past what we needed exactly, so, exactly. um shit, no but speaking of uh getting weight not way too much money but getting a hell of a lot of money uh-huh. lamar miller that's gonna be another key to brock Os- or osweiler's success, success as well man. yeah setting the whole offense up because if you can scare him with the run game yeah who's our backup run uh, is it still offered blue I know Alfred Blue. No, I think Alfred Blue got a starting job. No. Okay, oh cool. well, if he's our backup, that's what's up. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's hard nosed. I really fuck with him too. I really like that's the way the he runs. That's the banger, man. That's that's the motherfucker right there. Um, uh, uh, the, uh, the running back, uh, our starter or the Texas starter, Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller. I like the way he runs. Uh, he he ran on the Dolphins very nice. He he didn't yeah. have the uh, like the most touches originally, but he like takes he he definitely like takes yeah he takes the most of every touch. Yeah, and uh, he he's hard to, he's hard to tackle. Overall, man, I just think I think the Texans are primed for a real big season. What do you think they're going to go this season? I'm gonna go high with it. I'm, I'm gonna give them eleven and five. Eleven and five. Eleven and five, man. I I don't really trust, and uh, like our schedule looks pretty good for us. Like, yeah. We start the season against the Bears. We play the the Patriots without Tom Brady. That's like, fucking, like that's Christmas in fucking, yeah in uh, <laughs> September. Or, now we're gonna play them in October. So yeah, Christmas in October. Yeah. But shit. Um. Eleven and five, man. You got a you got a number in your head what they might go, or are you worried more about your Broncos? I'm worried more about my Broncos technically, but Fair I enough. can give you a number. I can give you a number. Twelve. I, I see them winning twelve, man. Twelve. I can see them winning twelve. Eleven's a good number. I, I think that we can secure the division. It just depends on how Andrew Luck's doing. Andrew Luck, you know, he, he missed you. the last season. I uh, oh my bad. Oh no, no, he just he missed the last season. Yeah. And, and he's a big part of that team. Like that team is, literally man. fell apart. Like like it never had glue to begin with. Forty million dollar man. Fucking. <laughs> this guy took out insurance on his arm his senior year at college yeah. just in case. That's fair. That's fair. But, um, I actually wanted to go with twelve, but I think I've been conditioned by Houston sports to just <laughs> go a little, aim for a little less. So so when they exceed your expectation, you just feel great about yeah. it, man. And then when they don't, you're like, well, I fucking told y'all, man. They've been trash. Real get, quick, oh, go ahead. No, you got it. When they do, when they don't get your <laughs> expectations, you get to be that dude from Houston that uh, that like 
Man, I knew they weren't shit. Yeah. I, man, we... Oh, man. Those are the worst. Yeah, exactly. And they live here. That's for sure. Real quick, before we start talking about the beer and stuff, do you see the Astros making the wild card? What I just said, actually, with the what with Houston the, sports have that's done... That's what made me think about it. It's a no. Oh. Man, God, I love y'all, man. I really do. They've won every game I've been to this season. Yeah. Well, shit. Go more winning, games. They're not winning the ones where the Rangers come, dude. That's for damn sure. Except for the one we went to. My Cuban, my Cuban today, man, he made a sick-ass catch uh, at the I third. I didn't see the oh, catch. Oh, man. Uh, it didn't help much at the scoreboard. I think the end score was like 10-8. But we also got, like, like I don't – it's a whole thing. Rain I delay that right six, now. but yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get into the beer, man. Um, we got Heather from Southern Star, and I think she's actually bringing a few – like, at least one other person from the brewery with her. Yeah, okay. So uh, she's bringing us pretty much the way she put it, a whole cooler full of shit. So I'm kind of cool with that. That was my favorite uh, – whatchamacallit? Units of measurement. Cooler full. Cooler full. <laughs> It'll fill an entire cooler, no ice. Uh, who'd you get for us, though? Today we have Houston MMA fighter David Acosta. He's usually a flyweight. He's bringing it back to Bantamweight. He won his last fight at Bantamweight. Right. Uh, hard-nosed motherfucker, I'll tell you that. Fighting this <laughs> Saturday? I guess it, once this comes out, it'll be the past Saturday. Yeah. We're going to be talking about this fight this Saturday. Fury sure. 12. Fury 12. Let's yes, do sir. It, We're going to get him on, too. Well, stay tuned. Double L's. Double L's. Uh, uh. 80s baby, hold up I wasn't born in the 70s, maybe a bunch of years later Been cold like ice inside refrigerators Daddy was a player, sister came later West side of prof, times is hard Back when I used to maneuver like a ruga under the seats Before he was under the sheets Thought everything was money, really knowledge is wealth The pen and pad in the books and educated myself I did in life, although a lot of things were missing Growing up, my arms are too short to reach wisdom Now I'm in the Position, paint a picture to a blind man's vision. I've been a man since the age of 11, but rest in peace to my pops in heaven. On the run for success, like the fucking coffins coming. I wonder if things did remain the same. There ain't no room for growth if you don't see a change. Alrighty, welcome back to On Tap with Southside Collection. We're sitting here with David Acosta. David, how are you doing today, buddy? I'm great. Well, David, you're going to be fighting on Saturday, this Saturday, so by the time everyone sees this, you would have already won. Yep. So uh, how did that fight make you feel? Uh, amazing. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, amazing. Went well. Went just as planned. Uh, no, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. <laughs> and uh, by just as planned, let's get into that. What uh, what do you got planned for this uh, Saturday? What are you trying to do this, man? For um, Eric Hendon, right? Or Except H- embarrass him in front of his friends and family. I don't know family. how to pronounce it. Is it Hendon? Hendon. I'm gonna, uh, that sounds weird, so I don't think that's it. It Fuck doesn't him. matter. David Acosta, that's all we yeah. care about. Yeah. yeah, honestly, I don't have a plan. I just go in there and I fight, and hopefully it works out well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you told yeah. me in our last, because I interviewed you for uh, the article I wrote uh, before your last fight, and you yeah. said that you don't watch uh, your fighter, like the people you're fighting before you go out and fight. Is that still true? You, you yeah, just... I don't. I mean, I, I watched his fight once to kind of, you know, kind of figure out who he was, but I mean, for me, like my last fight, I've mm-hmm. improved so much that they can watch my last fight all they want. But I'm a different fighter now, and I, I assume that with everybody. So yeah. I'm not going to make the mistake to think he has habits and then look for those habits, and they never happen. So yeah. I'm just going to fight whoever shows up Saturday. Yeah, I think that was something that, like, going into watching, like, UFC and just MMA in general, I thought I was like, oh, man, these guys must just, like, watch film the whole goddamn time. Yeah. And then I just start s- slowly coming out. Each fighter I start, like, really looking into, they're like, yeah, I don't really watch film. Like, there's no reason. I mean, there's a little bit of a reason, but they're like, my coaches do that. And they show up and they tell me like what I need to be working on. So is that kind of your mindset or mindset with that? Yeah, especially at this level. I mean, at like a higher like uh, like a UFC level, these guys at the top of the food chain. I mean, there's obvious things like uh, 
like Damian Maya, yeah, but jiu-jitsu guy. Like yeah, jiu-jitsu, yeah. You know, study jiu-jitsu, but <laughs> at this level, I'm just going to beat someone up and yeah. go from there. I got you. <laughs> Plus, it's fighting, man. You never really know exactly what you're going to get. I mean, Yeah, that's why I tell people. I mean, uh, I can have a plan. I'm going to win, and I can be prepared. I can be healthy. I can be in shape and fucking slip on a banana peel and fucking lose. Yeah. yeah there you so. go. <laughs> please don't slip on a banana peel on the way out. <laughs> no, yeah, right. Fans, no, no we, bananas, We made please. sure not to eat any bananas today. No, yeah. I like that you brought up Dave, Damian Maya, though. He is doing a great job uh, yeah, just implementing his jiu-jitsu. He's the one that just he just fought right uh, condit yeah okay cool or be condit in the first right and choked yeah. him out Shh, jesus like in a minute and a half yeah Con- like made condit retire yeah oh he retired after that yeah he's yeah. he's jesus all right make this hendon dude retire that'd be tight <laughs> <laughs> well, well condit he's just been hitting the head like shit if you watch his robbie lawler fights he gets yeah, beat up too many times does robbie lawler hit people like is that his thing <laughs> just a little bit ah, okay, but cool, david you. you also hit people too man you I, hit I you, try to, yeah. yeah you hit people hard and, <laughs> and and it's great because like i asked you before the podcast started what did you start first your like your striking or you your jiu-jitsu but because it looks like you started your striking first but you said it's, it's a little bit of both but mainly jiu-jitsu first yeah i started jiu- uh, jiu-jitsu like at 16 17 yeah um didn't take it serious until about 18 19 but uh Jiu-jitsu, what everybody sees is my strong point. But, yeah. You know, I have three knockouts on my record. You know, exactly. so it's like, yeah. Throw know, a heavy-ass that, kick, that's for sure. You know, but, uh, it, you know, it varies. Right now, I when people ask, that's like a popular question, especially when they meet me. Um, yeah. You know, where'd you come from? Like, what, what's your background? But I just say MMA. It's, yeah. Now, MMA, mixed martial arts, is a, is a different art now. It's a discipline. Know? It's mm-hmm. its yeah, own discipline. It, it's not like uh, way back when, when the sport started, you yeah. were either a boxer or a kickboxer. Now, it's uh, I fight MMA. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's as far as it goes. That really does seem like where it's going too, where it's like it used to just be like, all right, we're gonna get this big motherfucker and he's gonna face this dude that's gonna take him to the ground, we're gonna see how that works. Yeah. And now it's like it's this big motherfucker and I dare you to take him to the ground. Or like it's this dude that can box his ass off but you don't even know what he's got on the ground right yeah. now. Yeah. So it's kinda cool to see it going that way. Uh but you actually do a lot like a, a lot of your fights end up f- like finding themselves to the ground, it seems like. Is that something you think people are looking to do against you or you think it's just like that's just how it ends up i think uh especially getting in there i mean you don't really you kind of react on muscle memory mm-hmm. like even for me like it took me maybe three or four fights for me to actually understand where i am it sounds goofy but it sounds <laughs> understand where i am and kind of get it that i'm about to get in a fight and kind of be able to control things but um yeah i think that's where it just ends up like yeah. my, my last fight um I don't like the plan for it. It'd be stupid for him to take him to the ground. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> you no, chug but, a motherfucker uh, out. That's been proven. <laughs> but no, uh, he, uh, you know, I think I landed like one or two good punches. And then, you know, after that, it was like, all right, let's get this ground fight to the ground. Um, but I, I think a lot of guys try to play jujitsu with me, mm-hmm. but forget that you can punch. Yeah. You know, so they just play jujitsu. They just kind of play that game and, until they get hit a few times. And then they kind of forget, you know, then yeah. it's defense and then it's, you know, and you're very up. comfortable on the ground too. Like, like mm-hmm. you go for a, like you go, you try to make every transition like w- like worth it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you like uh, you go to a pool of Kimura or something, and if it's not working, you're on to the next uh, one. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's how it was in my, in my first fight. Actually, my whole corner corner was so mad at me the whole fight. Yeah, because um, it was only four minutes. It was the first round, uh, and the whole time that Kimura was there, but I didn't take it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was bait. I thought this guy was, you know, like I like to outthink, overthink yeah. things. So. I saw the Kimura in my corner saw it and I had like half of a grip on it. I'm like, I'm not going to go for it. I feel like he's, he's giving it to me. me. Yeah, he's yeah. giving it to me. But then uh, the way my sponsors were hooked up that fight, yeah. I got paid the faster I finished it. Oh, okay. My brother yelled that in the corner. <laughs> he's like, hey, you have a minute left to get your bonus. I'm like, all right. So then I just go for it. And I get it. But the whole time I thought I was bait. I thought I was just going to reverse it. He just said, you know, he already knew about the sponsorship. He's like, <laughs> I'm going to get this motherfucker. Yeah. I was like, man, that's uh, 
that's a uh, you know that was the plan so i literally, literally the only thing i remember live in that fight was my brother <laughs> yelling you have one minute to get that bonus so i uh so you went for it my bad your brother's there like in the corner every fight yeah he's been there ever since my first amateur to now um very nice kind of ironic because he he knows a little bit about mma but <laughs> but he's for me it's a i'm a very mental person so he's there for the moral support for the making me feel comfortable you said you it's know, your older brother or older but he's two yeah. years older okay cool um so you know like he he kind of repeats what my corner yells so like my boxing coach will yell something he'll just repeat it yeah uh but really just for me to feel comfortable and yeah kind of you know just another day speaking of your sponsors i saw your uh your your banner and you have a nice little portrait of you and then like you knocking someone out you getting an arm bar is that imitation uh not imita- uh, intimidation or motivation for you, uh, like uh, having that on the banner. Uh, ironically enough, a sponsor drew that up for me. So, oh yeah, yeah. There you <laughs> so, go. <laughs> so it's just promoting his art, which is you know awesome art. But no, uh, who was it? Uh, it's uh, Oliver Banks. Oliver Banks. Yeah. Um, it, it looks very cool. Uh, yeah, was, I liked it. He, uh, yeah. <laughs> one day on actually on Facebook, he just messaged me. Um, yeah. He's like, send me a few of your fight photos, and both of those are amateur fights. Yeah. Um, and I just sent them to him, and he sent me back that, and uh, yeah, he's he's. Awesome at drawing, and I just put it on the banner because I had nothing else to put on it. It definitely looks cool. I, I took yeah, it yeah. as an intimidating thing. If I'm the other guy on the other side of the ring and I, and I look over and I see a cartoon version of you submitting someone and you standing over someone like a bad yeah, motherfucker, and that, that's kind of like the the cool thing about the the cartoon is that everybody thinks of me as a jutsu guy, but you know, here's a friendly reminder that I'm yeah. not a guy out. Here's a friendly reminder that I submit like, some guy in like 30 seconds, and and the, me yelling is when I won Legacy's amateur title. Yeah. It was like, here's a little reminder right before we get in there. <laughs> you know, so, In case you were watching film, yeah. uh, I yeah. will knock your ass out. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of your sponsors, and I'm, I don't want to like keep it on your sponsors over here, but is uh, is Texas Cryo. You did some cryo today I saw on Snapchat. Yeah, uh, Lone Star Cryo. Yeah, oh, Lone Star, sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah, I've been going there since I flew in Sunday to Houston. Yeah. Um, but this camp had a little shoulder injury that yeah. was still kind of bothering me. So, literally like, like two or three sessions of the, of that, and it feels alright. So yeah, I'm gonna go in there and throw this the right hand pretty hard now. I want to try it, man. I'm scared. Please, but, right? <laughs> how, it looks how cold do they? It's, it's the, like you literally stand in for like a yeah, uh, they, like a minute and a half or something or yeah, longer than that. They have a chamber like the the I don't I, I do the chamber, but uh, the one I posted was a like a localizer. Laser, it was like yeah. a little gun and it just yeah, sprays yeah, the cold there. Yeah. Uh, okay, I got you. But the chamber you stay in for three minutes and it gets as cold as like two seventy negative. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the opposite of Houston at the time. Like you step in from a hundred degrees and go into negative two. Yeah, like the first like thirty seconds, you're like, all right, this isn't bad, and then your blood just starts rushing to your midsection, and you get all tingly and numb, and then you just feel like a floating head. Yeah, you just feel like get me out of here now. But. I want to quit. I want to quit. It's been ten seconds. No, seriously, that happens. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Shit, I'd, I'd be a pussy when it came to that. Oh, I'd, I'd, that's you're not embarrassing. You're not embarrassed around us. Oh, hell yeah. I was gonna ask you: Have you have you ever done or thought about doing the sensory uh, deprivation stuff? No, 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 I, I, not not your yeah. field. You know, I'm I'm kind of new to a, like a lot of like even like supplements and like the recovery process. You know, being starting a career so young, I was just like, my body's young, I'm just gonna push it to 100. Yeah, keep it at 100 and we'll worry about it when. You know, but now it's kind of catching up, so like yeah. now I gotta you know take you know decent recoveries yeah. and make sure I'm recovering the right way and. It's kind of like a, a Dominic Cruz. He said that when he was young in the fight game. He thought that uh, he had to make like a. I could be wrong. It was like like a ten pound weight cut, and so like he starved himself for like a week, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, not knowing because he was young. Yeah, you'll be surprised how many guys still do that. I mean, you know, like, yeah. uh, like for me, you know, to be like honest about the weight cut, you know, I don't eat for twenty four hours. 
you know, and that's just me, you know, you know, really getting rid of all the extra stuff on my body. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, some guys, you know, are doing it for like a week or two weeks and yeah, like, how are you not eating for two weeks? <laughs> your body still needs nutrients. Like, yeah. yeah a couple hours something. and I'm like, I need something. Oh, outside of the, the fight camp, man, I'm a, I would, I'm like a disposal. But, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what's the post fight uh, meal? Go. Yeah. Oh, a star pizza. It reminded me. I drove right by it. A star pizza is for me. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I go straight there. Shouts out to Star Pizza. That's what's up. I've never been to Star Pizza. What's so good about Star I, Pizza? Everything. <laughs> everything. I can't, like, put in the words. Yeah. If, it's, if I'm thinking of the right place, and I think That's I am, g- they have like a decent beer selection there too. So. Oh, do they? Yeah. If, unless I'm thinking of the completely opposite place, but fuck it, Star Pizza. Shouts out. Yeah. David Acosta gave you the sign of approval. You know, you can use his word. You don't yeah. use Star Pizza. You can't even describe it. It's all good on yeah. bars star pizza sponsor here he goes there you go that shit <laughs> i think we're close to getting west that jack daniel sponsor we're gonna get you that star pizza one. oh yeah we, God, we, we see things into fruition oh yeah <laughs> That'd be it. oh man david's gonna go up a couple weight classes yeah, this guy's <laughs> living post fight every day <laughs> man. Oh, man dave's fighting at 145 now he's looking yeah. a little, <laughs> little bigger that's all right i'm happy i'm happy mark hunt in the oh making. yeah <laughs> well hell man you're 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 back at bantam weight are you excited? Like, like, is that is that the division you want to take over, or can you be a dual division person? Uh, for me, uh, um, if I was gonna make any run at this, it would be flyweight. Yeah. Um, even for flyweight, I'm still decently small for it. Even though yeah. my weight's big, I'm I'm only like five four. So, for the flyweight, I'm still decently small. But, you know, I, like I said, I I asked for fights at twenty five. They yeah. offered me a thirty five er. I think it makes sense. It makes you know it makes so so I do it. You yeah. Know, so. I, I'm not a big complainer, you know. I, I always tell promoters I'm not gonna turn down anyone, so just give me whoever you got. You gotta live. You definitely gotta live what you talk about. So. Yeah. yeah, that's for sure. And it's probably <laughs> the best way to go about it, especially like at this stage. Like you're trying to get up there, man. You yeah. take the fights that are given to you and you win them, and just keep looking forward. Hell yeah. Uh, okay. Um, you have you thought about because you were we were talking about intimidation and stuff like that before the podcast started. Have you thought about taking on that WWE type role where your abilities do the talking and then you do the rest of it? Uh. Right now, no, because I think at this level, um, I'm just trying to beat people up. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> plain me, and simple, man. I, I like. Think, it. I think you know, fighting in Houston and having a, you know, I think a lot of my name in Houston comes from I. I've worked for a lot of different gyms in Houston, so a lot of people know me from that. And then the fight game is a little bonus, but <laughs> uh, a lot of people know me as you know the guy that goofs around with his kid or you yeah. know, is out doing something stupid, and you know, um, fighting is uh, that 15 minute window. Like I always tell people that I'm not Super Dave for outside of fucking. 45 minutes a year yeah, yeah. I have three fights that are yeah. 15 minutes long you know like that that Super Dave uh, only comes out every now and then and uh, outside of that I'm just I'm just hungry and so Super Dave's the alter I want, I want to play yeah yeah, yeah, Super, no, yeah Super Dave that's the nickname right there right the yeah. Super Dave Acosta or, yeah um, so you say you landed in Houston on Sunday and I mean, you're originally from here yeah I'm but, born uh, and raised in Houston Texas. you you, uh, you moved out to Sacramento correct yeah uh, seems like forever now yeah um, about a year ago, a little over a year ago. Okay. Working with Alpha Male out there? Yeah, uh, training with Team Alpha Male the whole time, yeah. How's that been, man? Tough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, here in Houston, uh, especially the gyms I've been training at, you know, even at the top gyms, you only have a certain number of guys your weight, you know, and not trying to sound stuck up, but, like, you know, I, I was on that topper level of guys my weight, so you have to, you know, once a week you have a guy that can push you. Yeah. Over there, it's every single day. <laughs> yeah. Every single guy. Oh, I imagine. You know, even man. the amateur guys have college wrestling, so it's like, yeah. fuck, these guys are tough. Um, so that's the only difference. Every yeah. day I get pushed. 
beyond my limit. And, <laughs> and, and, and Alpha Male has like a sign on the door, right? Like, like it's kind of like the opposite of a roller coaster where <laughs> if you're this tall, you can't get in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, damn. Y'all are some small, like that, that's, that's what they're notorious for, oh, okay, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Team Alpha Male. Yeah, they have a few heavyweights, but I'm talking yeah. about a handful of them. Um, with, with them, you know. <laughs> it's a small handful. I can't think. Uh, what are the heavyweights over at Alpha Male just off the top uh, of your head? David Mitchell's a 205er. Okay. Um, that's the guy that's in the UFC. Yeah. Uh, old Ben in the UFC. Um, maybe it's just one. <laughs> Man, a handful. Uh, now, yeah, so I, I mean, there's a few of them. It's a handful. Uh, it's I a handful in, in some. Yeah, they fit in a handful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but no, yeah, majority of guys are 55 and under. Yeah. You know, uh, really, there's on a mat at a, one time. You know, there's 125ers that are, you know, 15, 20 strong, all, you know, top yeah. in the world. Pushing you to your fucking So, so the, the the main thing to grab from it is that you are actually being worked more than once a week, you know, like, like yeah. you're actually facing people. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fighting guys not only um, – the problem about Houston MMA right now, and of course it's an opinion, but – you know, they, they get used to their training partners. They train with the same four or five guys, and okay. they, they know their weaknesses. They know how to play their game. Yeah. Here we have guys flying all around the world to come train. Yeah. You know, they come for two or three weeks at a time, so every week you get a new taste. You yeah. get a new, new sparring partner. So. That sounds pretty cool, man. A good way to mix it up. And, shit, you're never going to, like, you're never going to see something the same way every time. Like, you get to work with different people. Like, how you're saying, you got yeah. fucking 10, 15 dudes just ready to go. Yeah, scary. <laughs> all top level, too. <laughs> oh, I bet, man. Shit, up. One of our uh, Charles <laughs> off camera asked you to punch, or he asked you punch hard, huh? And we really wanted you to hit. <laughs> no, him. he said punch fast. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, punch, punch fast. fast. I got you. Yeah, man. I, I would have loved to see you hit him in the chest. Just see what you got. <laughs> <laughs> That'd have been great. Oh yeah, man. Um, I'll do it. Just let me know. Uh, but no, <laughs> no yeah. The team Alpha Male is 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 insane. You know, it's a uh, it's weird for that. We have an hour and a half practices Monday, Wednesday, Friday yeah. for MMA. And for the hour and a half, we're literally trying to like rip each other's heads off, not as in punching power wise. You know, we're trying to you know punch yeah. each other hard, but the wrestling is grueling. The jiu-jitsu is trying to kill people. Yeah. Um, and then the second that class ends, you know, there's a handful going to lunch. There's guys hanging outside of the gym, so it's a weird relationship. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, but it's a it's every day is like that. Every day is you know they we have three practices of the day, um, so you have time to go to lunch and get back to the gym. Mm-hmm. Most people just walk. You yeah. Know, I live close to the gym, so I just you know we just drive home and come back. So that's. You know, living that life is uh, – it'll give the results of what's going to happen on Saturday. So. Exactly. Let's see it, I'm just getting this in my earpiece right now. Uh, you, c- you can punch Charles in the chest after we get done here. I- I'm okay with that. I- I've okayed it, so I-, I-, <laughs> yeah. I think you can do it. You cleared it with the two hosts, man. There we go. That's all we need. We'll, we will need. be punching Charles in the, in the chest. Um, look, you want to play that game? Yes. We're going to play How Would You Win? Okay. Right. How Would You Win is a very fun game. We're going to give you me – and, me and Garrett both are going to give you two – People that you can uh, that we want to know if you could if you were to fight them, how would you win? Okay, I'm ready. <clears throat> Simple as that. Want to kick it off? I'll I'll start it off. Uh, the great Kali, if if our fact checker can pull up a picture for you, the great Kali, damn near seven two seven three. Uh, they call him the Punjabi prisoner. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's a big guy. You would just run. You yeah. just run, <laughs> and there'll be a win in your book. You made Jump it, on his made it home that night. <laughs> Jesus, that man looks like he has eaten children. Yeah, he probably has. Yeah, you, you have big. to to get that big, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! You have to god. consume the there's soul no, of another to gain that no that much way. height. That's insane. The second I saw that picture, I wanted to leave. <laughs> yeah, he's a big guy. <laughs> so I think the answer there is there would be no fight, yeah. uh, and rightfully friends. so. Rightfully <laughs> That's so. when you make friends, yeah. <laughs> right? You got to pick and choose in this sport. <laughs> uh, you got okay. So okay, All so right. he wouldn't fight. 
You wouldn't fight the great Khali. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I shit. How I wouldn't would even win? step you in the same arena. Uh-uh. Um, let's see. <laughs> this one I thought would be kind of fun to bring up. Fallon Fox. Oh my god, that's terrifying. <laughs> Almost even more terrifying as the guy before because they're both guys. Right. Um, <laughs> they're both dudes. Yeah, that's just weird. I wouldn't really want to be in the same room as Fallon Fox. Um, <laughs> maybe just get the state to get involved and get her kicked out. Get him kicked out. Get some. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, no, I'm not touching that. Uh, all right. I thought the answer might be low blows, but um, we definitely well, that, got a third guy that, that I think you still? could take. I don't know. You'd have to find out. Oh god, <laughs> y'all are wrong. <laughs> y'all, I'm glad we went I think that legally, route. I think legally it can't be there. So I don't know. That's just weird. <laughs> and we have a third, correct? Yes, sir. Our fact checker right here. This guy. Can you take him in a fight? Our fact checker. He's not too big. Uh, no, man. Uh, I think the funnest thing for me. Um, I train uh, in Houston. I train at a gym called The Dark Side. Yeah, it's called that because the vicious submissions that we would get people in. Yeah, um, and the favorite one is uh, a heel hook. Uh huh. Because um, a heel hook doesn't just uh, <laughs> attack the heel; it attack the heel, it attack the knee, it attack the hip. Yeah. So you're not just breaking the heel; you're you can, breaking. You're the knee, contorting you're breaking the, the whole leg. Yeah. Exactly. You're destroying the entire leg, and hopefully he never walks again. That's that's the goal. Oh, this guy right here. Oh, so, so, that make me so, so, so happy. So an easy, oh man, an easy heel hook. I'd rather see that than you punch Charles. To be honest with you. <laughs> Like, I honestly think if we were able to get Richard's leg fucked up to where he couldn't walk, that might step him down at ego point. And <laughs> I think the world needs that a little bit. Oh man, do you have a uh, do you have like a playlist like like something something that gets you pre your free fight playlist? You know what I'm saying? You're about to go out there. You got like a good thirty minutes before you fight. What are you listening to? Or are you or are you just no? Honestly, I think I'm. I mean, you see a bunch of fighters, you know, hyped up and kind of crazy and. I think I'm just naturally crazy. I don't have to get all hyped. You know? like, <laughs> I like, like to hear. Opposite it, direction, that's the fuck I like to hear. I'm naturally crazy. I like that. You know, like, yeah. I, like I can tell you, like that uh, that window, you know, inside of a fight, I, you know, I just, I'm prepared. Yeah. Like, I just, the muscle memory kicks in. I don't, I mean, actually, my, my corner even now, because, you know, my corner's kind of new, like from Sacramento, and my brother's used to it now because he's been with me the whole time. But, you know, uh, it's like the opposite of nerves. I think it's my way of getting nervous, but like I start getting like the reverse nervous, like the tiredness, the yawning, the kind of sitting yeah. around doing nothing and kind of, you know, I don't really want to warm up. Like when the time comes, I'll perform, but before I don't really have to get hyped. I just, you yeah. know, like my walkout songs are always goofy. I don't really need to get all, you know. <laughs> what, what do you mean? You're not even super dead you until out? you actually get in the ring. Yeah. Just still just, keeping it, keeping it natural. What have you walked out to? I don't, I don't remember seeing it on the, uh, on um, the TV. Like this one is a is a mix between the, the Superman like the old school Superman thing. Yeah. So it starts off like six or seven seconds of that, and then Everlast, um, one of his goofy songs. Uh, uh, all around. of them. Folsom Prison. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So his version of Folsom Prison. So it's not really like a hype up song. Yeah. Just, you know, go in there. I like the song. So. Yeah. I, I, shit. If I were a fighter, I'd make my music to where when the opponent heard it, he was like. He's getting warmed up to this. <laughs> Who is this motherfucker? And it kind of takes the the wind out of his sail. Yeah, fireworks. <laughs> and, and I think that's the the way I think of it too. Is like you know, this is songs I listen to even in the car when I'm just yeah. hanging out. So I think it's my way of kind of just going, having an, you know, normal day and just doing my thing. So I, I think you. it's my own way of kind of dealing with it. So cool. Shit. I, I think honestly, I want to say I would go with Goofy, but if I were to ever fight it, I'd probably just try to go over like overkill with the craziness <laughs> on the music just some drowning pool or something yeah. oh man <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what was that oh yeah we got him uh, uh, the drowning pool it's funny you say that 
I think that they. I think I've never seen someone lose when they come out to drowning pool. Like, like it's we, it's a weird statistic, and our fat checker probably doesn't have the technology to look this up. But shit, you but, might as well tweet it. But at I've him. I've seen a lot of fights in my day. Yeah, and I can't remember a time where someone's walked out to drowning pool. You might as well hit lost. them up with that because that might get them another album deal. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, but then it'd be horrible to walk out all pumped. I've seen guys do that. They're yelling and getting crazy, and then they get like knocked out like in twenty seconds. Yeah, so you did all that. Or you go Luke Rockhold and go out there way too confident and just lose your belt. Yeah. He might as well not even walked out there with that belt, man. That was <laughs> oh, wow. That was his to lose after he came to the ring. It's funny you bring up Luke Rockhold. I know Luke Rockhold isn't probably like the best example of, but but uh, PEDs in the sport of like in UFC specifically. How do you feel like uh, Usada like has been handling it so far? And I, th- I think it's a, it, they're cracking down for sure. Yeah. Um, but you know, the the more they they crack down on it, the better. Oh yeah. And especially for guys like me, like I don't even, I'm trying to, I have su- supplement sponsors that are teaching me, like what what yeah. do I take, and I, even me, I'm like, I'm not taking any of it. You know, I'm stubborn about it. But, yeah. You know, but you know, guys that are, you know, taking all this stuff to perform, it's either you have it or you don't. If you don't yeah. have it, go home. Mm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> How's the <laughs> landscape changed yeah. for you though? Like, because you fought before all this stuff ha- started happening, where like, because the UFC said like we'll even pay for everyone to institute these rules, like this yeah. you side of things. So like, you were there before and after. How's like, uh, how how's how, like your supplement? Have you seen a difference? Yeah. Like, what have you changed? Uh, me personally, no, because you know even. Even now, I like I have supplement sponsors that send me stuff, and like I said, I'm stubborn, so I just sit in my closet. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, man. I here in the Houston community, we know a few guys like that I fought that are on it and obviously on it. But yeah, it didn't go so well for them, so obviously it's not helping. So yeah, that's what I, I like that. that. I like so, that. Fuck them. You know, if you need that extra edge, maybe you you shouldn't be doing it. You know. Yeah, um, you'd be right? a better coach. There you go. Yeah, get a better coach. You know, work harder. Maybe. You know, yeah. That's easy May, yeah. Maybe try a little harder and yeah. don't rely on that shit. Well, that shit. I was telling them last night, and they they couldn't believe it. I was like, Randy Couture was fighting until he was forty seven years old, and even yeah. then, like, he didn't look like bad until he was like forty four. Yeah. And, and then he looked bad. <laughs> yeah, and you can tell he when gone. he stopped juicing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of like, guys. It's really early on in the sport. They're they're yeah. taking it and still taking it. And a lot of guys are getting away with it, but you know, yeah. even from last year to this year, they're they're catching a lot of guys. Yeah, more people are definitely getting caught and coming up with even funnier excuses for how they or why they got caught. Yeah. Dick pills, obviously my favorite. Anderson Silva. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Anderson yeah. Silva. Uh, what you call it? Uh, the. Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, UL Romero didn't he get caught with something and he, yeah. he blamed it on dick pills yep yeah, John some, Jones dick pills uh, Brock Lesnar is just a big swole white guy That's two weeks later say. he's yeah. getting caught with PDs <laughs> he didn't like, even care he was like yeah he's like suspend me right fuck it so. alright so we want to wrap it up we're about to wrap it up here real quick but I wanted to ask you one more thing it is escaping my mind at the moment it was a good one I swear to god <laughs> In the meantime, Dave, go ahead and sing us that drown or that uh, Everlast song. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. I'll man. bring it up on my phone and put it. That won't fuck with the mics at all. It's escaped my mind, David. But I will before we go ask you this: If you had to guess right now, this Saturday it's going down. How's it ending? Uh, no, in, no. In my head, how I how I envision it, whatever I'm just kind of hanging out at home is hitting him with his right hand, and hopefully he falls asleep. That's what the fuck Shit, I like I'm to hear. For it as well. Every day I wake up.
Ladies and gentlemen, welcoming to the stage, Heather and Aaron from Southern Star Brewing. Welcome, guys. Thank you for coming in. Thank Thanks, you. No man. problem. Thanks for having us. <laughs> yeah, not a problem. Not a problem. Uh, so let's just jump right into uh, what you guys bring for us to drink today. Uh, we brought a, a few different things. So we've got our, our tried and true bombshell blogged. Heard of it uh, once. I, you might have heard of it once or twice, yeah. We've <laughs> also got our brand new seasonal, Oktoberfest. Ooh perfect for the season and then a very special gem we've got here our garden state that is a, a beautiful a can Hefeweizen in a very beautiful can that's yeah. what i'm having it's right Hefeweizen? now it's a Hefeweizen, okay. yeah. sounds good sounds good that's literally what i'm drinking right now and i took one sip i thought it was the oktoberfest <laughs> it slipped my mind that i switched beers i was like what the hell is this, this is delicious <laughs> it's almost gone right? and the art's really dope too the art's really cool on that yeah, so we uh, commissioned Texas artists uh, once. We're starting to do it once every quarter to do an art can series. This one is Nicole Gavin. She's a local Houston artist. Okay. Um, this is one of her paintings. We actually selected the painting from a large selection that she had, and then we built the beer around it. So it's called Garden State. Have oh, that's really cool. Just kind of all work together. So y'all y'all made the beer inspired by the painting, not the other way around. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. really cool. It's actually really badass yeah, concept. it's it's kind of a cool little way that we're trying to tie in our local Houston art community with the beer community. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've we kind of consider our brewing an art form, but you know, we recognize there's some really cool art out there. Yeah. So uh, it's kind of nice to have like a medley of the two. Exactly. So. Shit, I agree. That's 100%. what we've been trying to do for four weeks now. We'll get there eventually. <laughs> uh, but you guys are killing it. So we'll take a take a note from your. Yeah, take a page from your book. There we go. You know, yeah, this is a this is number two actually of the series. The first one we did was kind of like a little more under the table, like a Michael Draper did our Honesty of Reason IPA. Um, but this time we kind of really kicked it off right. We had an art gallery showing at the brewery recently to okay. kick off the beer. So she had all of her artwork on yeah, the walls, that's very and cool. you know, it's pretty cool to kind of feature. You know, some local Houston talent. I'm actually yeah. pretty sure that every brewery employee bought a print that night. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I've got to buy a frame love, soon. Man. You got to. <laughs> I, I, got a, I got a sweet Willie Nelson picture. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn, man. Roll She's me got up a few awesome ones, right? <laughs> yes, sir. I think that's my biggest issue whenever I buy anything, um, like as far as art goes or like prints. Like how you said, you got to get a frame. I never buy a frame. It just like <laughs> sits there. I'm like, that was cool how I bought that. No you, one's going to see it. Do you thumbtack it. it to the wall? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I just take photo memory. That way I can always remember it. I'm too lazy to actually hang anything. <laughs> oh, man. But you also... Uh, so you guys said you're going to be doing this Art Can series um, quarterly? Quarterly so, is yeah. the plan. Gotcha. That's the plan. That's cool. Yeah. The um, the next one that we have coming out, actually, it's it's probably going to be in spring, early spring. Okay. Um, it's a beer that people might be familiar with. We used to do uh, a taproom series. It was draft only. And we made this kick-ass IPA called Half Nelson. Um, people have been asking us, yeah. when is it coming back? When is it coming back? Uh, that's going to be the next in our series. And actually, uh, a guy named Keith Amador, he works in our taproom. Okay. And he's an artist. He's uh, got the can design for that. So that's going to be our next Which definitely next look out for that because there's going to be three different cans and they're all luchadores. Oh, fuck and yes. the Nelson comes from Nelson hops, which are extremely difficult to get. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got New enough Zealand. to do three 120 barrel fermenters, which sounds like a lot, but it's really not. It's, it's about 1,100 cases uh, per fermenter. <laughs> yeah. So when you're looking at Houston, Austin, Dallas, those are the three that we send out all our limited stuff to. Yeah. 
that's really not a lot. I got so. you. Yeah, any any IPA I've ever had, I actually personally have not gotten a chance to get the uh, half Nelson. Uh, yeah. Cool, yeah. I've not had that one, but any Nelson hopped IPA, I fuck with very heavy. So Yeah, so if la- you I'm see it, for that. if anybody sees it in the grocery store, get right it. Up. Because Dude. Dude. you probably won't see it again. Honestly, like the Nelson hops are so hard <clears throat> to get. They come from New Zealand. Ooh, They're very limited, and IPAs are all the craze, so every brewery mm-hmm. is like reaching for any Nelson hops they can get. So it was kind of a, a funny thing that happened um, earlier in May. I was at uh, the Craft Brewers Conference in Philadelphia with our head brewer and our owner, yeah. and he just drunkenly ran into someone from another brewery that was like, hey, we've got a shit ton of Nelson hops, and we are like, we want those. Yeah. So uh, Which I'm- after several beers, we bought enough to last us for a few batches. So we're pretty... I'm, I'm pretty sure... Kind of how it goes sometimes. <laughs> I think that we're the only Houston brewery that's going to have anything with Nelson next year. That's a bet. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, but right. I'm, I'm fairly certain just Fact due to how it. difficult it is to get a hold of. Someone's going to hear this and they go, no, you think right. you are. Yeah, probably. They, yeah. Somebody will release it next week yeah. just right. to spite me. Nelson, whatever. You got enemies like yeah. that, man? But no, it, it was a really solid, like pretty citrusy IPA. Yeah. Uh, really sessionable. Um I mean, we had it, like I said, draft only, very limited, just in the tap room. So I'm excited we can put that out in cans yeah. with some really badass artwork, too. So Hell yeah. it's going to be awesome. So everything is can, correct? Uh, you guys claim to fame, I guess, is the first to, uh, first to can craft in Texas. You got it. This is 100% true. We can we yes. can fact check that. Fact check that all, all right, you cool. want. It's on yeah. the can. <laughs> I don't know what else you, you can't say it if it's not it. true. I've never had a can lie to me. So. Yeah, right. When we opened up um, 2007, we started canning all of our beer. Uh, Pine Belt was actually the first beer we ever made. And uh, people okay. said we were a little crazy for canning our beer instead of bottling because yeah. bottling was like, the thing and everyone was like it's blasphemy how dare you can a good beer like it would ruin the quality that's not the case i mean a little bit not not even close and now you see all the trends everyone is canning now where does that argument lie where they can just say that like mostly a stigma that's that old school mentality man you're talking about people that grew up in the time where a an aluminum can tasted like aluminum yeah you know and and now cans you've got 100 percent uv protection You've got less oxygenation. It lasts longer in a can. It's protected better in a can. You can go hot, cold, easier in a can. Yeah. You put it in a bottle. I mean, there's some beers with such delicate hops that if you throw it in a bottle, even a dark bottle, you can walk from the store to your car. Yeah. The flavor profile's changed. Yeah. You know? And honestly, I think it might just be a personal opinion, but I think you can, shit, you guys are taking full advantage of this, is you can put some cooler art on a can, or like, it's a cooler experience. And and also, with us being in Conroe, it's like, we're we're in an outdoorsy area, you know? Like, we're in the the woods, there's like the Huntsville State Park right up the street from us. Exactly. And, and, you know, so many people at our brewery are huge, avid disc golfers, including our owner and stuff, that we're, you can't take glass bottles to all of these places. Yeah. Like, the portability of a can, you can float the river, you can, you can. Yeah, that's the first thing I thought about, is the water. Oh, yeah, no, I've taken tons of bombshells and conspiracy theory last month to the river in New Braunfels, you know? So, (laughs) it's a... Cheers to that, man. You can take it anywhere. You mentioned so. conspiracy theory. That's another one. Uh, <clears throat> it's different from the rest of the cans. You guys had the 360 top on it, yeah. which honestly, it, we didn't have that one personally at my bar, but there's a couple other breweries that do have certain styles like that. And just when you pop it open in front of people, it's like sizzling fajitas. Someone else is going to get one. They're like, <laughs> oh, yeah. what the fuck was that? It's fun. Well, and, it's fun, yeah. And it's an IPA. Yeah. It's, it's like... 
if you look at uh, fajitas, you see it with your eyes, you smell it, and then you taste it. Yeah. An IPA, you hear half it. your flavor profile comes from your nose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you've got a really solid IPA and you're drinking it out of a can with, you know, the small mouth hole, you lose it. Yeah. So we were like, what? Well, what can we do? We can turn a can into a pint glass. Yeah. Done. That's the coolest part about doing I that. Top. Did that. And so, yeah, you guys had to stop doing that for a little bit, I guess, but you're back on the, the 360 top. Yeah, there was just a little bit of a hiccup with, like, one batch of the 360 lids okay. that we got. They weren't really seeming correctly. Um, so we had to kind of make an executive decision. We're not going to put a beer out there that might not be the quality we want, you yeah, know. Exactly. So, awesome. so while we the had the beer impression. in the tanks, we had to switch to our the normal little pop tops. But... Um, we got new ones in, so we're back on the 360. So you, if you got a batch of the the yeah. normal like beer tops, that's a limited edition. There you that's go. Amazing. Hold on to that. Hold that's a collector's that, item. Right? There you go. Because most of them um, going forward, they're all still gonna have the 360 peel off. People so. are gonna be in the Houston dumps looking for like cans <laughs> with the fucking pop, or the regular top on it. Um, but shit, uh, I didn't get to ask you this beforehand, but y'all's tap room. I mean, you guys have pretty wide open hours on that, or you said it's open more during the week. Well, mainly weekends. Oh, um, I had so it. totally awesome. Our, uh, normal, don't, don't misguide no- the people, Garrett. I like that. But you know, on, it's it's kind of a toss up actually. So we moved into the new facility in uh, I guess April of this year. Oh okay. shit, okay. Um so I mean it's it's brand new tap room for us. Um and we've kind of been making changes as we go. Um normal public hours are Friday from 4 to 10 p.m. Okay. And then Saturday and Sunday from 12 to 6. Okay. Um, but we also, during the week, every now and then, have certain events. Like, we have yoga and hops on um, alternating Thursdays every other Thursday. Okay. I'll, um, I'll make sure my uh, yoga pants are clean for those yeah, days. Yeah, right. Get and your that, yoga pants ready. And that is... <laughs> what? It's $20. Oh, okay. <laughs> there I was oh. like, oh, Which, wait, wait, wait. A big lead <laughs> up like, there. I was she like, markets. Is, she doesn't it, set prices. It, it is yoga. Marketing. It is yoga, it, you stretch. It is, uh, it's $20. It's, uh, you get your yoga session, and then you get a pint glass and three beers. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so, I mean, it's... The beers you usually stretch. come after yoga. Yeah, you so stretch. You don't I imagine, face uh, if I came, I would probably need two before I started the yoga. Uh, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I Personally, I want the beer before I stretch, yeah. so I don't feel it as bad. Uh, here's the reason I wouldn't want to do that, and it's not a personal <laughs> thing, but any yoga class I've been to, maybe it's my gym, old lady farts are real. <laughs> Like, you know, um, like dog farts. No one wants to take. The, they don't the want to take ownership. The thing is, with craft beers, we don't have a lot of old ladies that show yeah. up. So cool. it's usually okay. uh, cute young girls. You're, and, you're uh, looking at those mid, You're looking at mid twenties. Yeah, you're looking at. You're looking at quality clientele. So. This sounds quality, like a beer <laughs> quality clientele. Like a dating app, but I like it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I didn't say it. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you might find love at Southern Brewery. We, we don't have many 80-year-old ladies doing yoga there. Not at all. Not so, since uh, that, one hip, uh, <laughs> that one hip incident. <laughs> uh, They're not coming to drink beers after, let me tell you. I got yeah. you. So yoga and then beer. Um, and then you've also got a paint on tap. Paint on tap is um, on Sundays right now. Um, that might change. We're kind of uh, introducing some new variations of that we're doing like a couples painting class where it's okay. like two canvases cheersing you know like a fun little date night thing where it's a certain amount of money i think it's i'm not sure of the price but it's includes beers and snacks yeah. and stuff okay. like that so it's kind of a fun little uh you know weekday kind of thing so we do stuff during the week too yeah. but it's a little more limited so you kind of got to check our website okay, okay cool. sounds good i think honestly that's smart though to do like the couples like aiming for that because 
working in the beer industry, the one thing I've noticed is a lot of dudes go out without their wives, and then they yeah. literally sit there at the bar and talk about all like the flack they're catching from their wives. It's like, man, you know, she might want to drink too. Like, what if y'all just hung out or something, like spent time together? <laughs> It's a crazy concept, but it might work. And especially the craft beer, man. It's like a lot of women. I mean, I'm a woman in craft beer, but what? Uh, <laughs> right? I know. Very Fact checker. A little more rare, but yeah. uh, there are a ton of different beers. Like we have women that come to the brewery all the time that are like, I normally don't drink beer. I'm like, try buried hatchet. It yeah. tastes like coffee and chocolate. It's yeah. not what you typically think beer. So you can kind of find something that suits every palate. You know? And if I know women, and I don't. <laughs> they love coffee and chocolate. All Fair are enough. good. All are great. Yeah, yeah. You, you may I love not know beer, but I love that all of the correct. above. That is correct. <laughs> I might be onto something. I don't know, dude. I'm a woman. I love your... coffee and chocolate. What can I say? Oh, it's your first time getting it right with the ladies, Carlos. Oh goddamn! Yeah, I'm doing all right. Oh, 2016. Man. The first time I ever ordered a buried hatchet was just uh, I was trying to get credit for it towards my plate at Flying Saucer. You literally took my store. I like saying, yeah. The first time like, I had, I, I had never heard anything about it. Uh, I had had North Coast Old Rasputin before it, and I was like, well, I'll just stay in this range of beers. And I clearly like gels like ahead of that one like by a minute or like by oh. a little bit, man. Like especially the, if you get it on nitro and yes. all those oh God, all yeah. those delicate flavors really come out. You start getting a little hazelnut in there, a little bit of that caramel coming through. Yeah. Oh man, it is. <laughs> just, just keep talking to me. Get that, get that caramel. Get a little chocolate. Okay. Caramel notes. <laughs> <laughs> Next on the stage is buried hatchet. <laughs> right, honestly, Thick like, and creamy, uh, baby. <laughs> Buried Hatchet got me hooked on our brewery. So my dad moved to Conroe. I'm from Houston. He moved to Conroe in like 2006, right when we were starting to open our doors. Yeah. And uh, I was not a yeah. stout fan at the time. <laughs> and uh, he was like, hey, there's this new brewery open down the street. Let's go check it out. It's like Christmas time. So him and I went and they had, we had only Bombshell and Buried Hatchet and Pine Belt. And I got hooked on Buried Hatchet. Yeah. I was like, this is amazing. I didn't think I liked dark beers until I had that beer. Hooked on stouts ever since. Um, That's kind of how I am, too. I'm really not a stout fan. And that was one of them that really just turned it on for me. I like. I think I've come come across more that I actually like. I think maybe I just got off on the wrong foot. But but stouts were not my thing like a year ago. Or maybe two years ago. Yeah, and I've slowly come into my own. Well, the good thing about our stout though is like I've had a lot of stouts that are really heavy, yeah, and kind of overwhelming. Yeah. You know, they taste like motor oil at some point because they're yes. so thick. Um, ours is an American stout, so it's a little lighter. I I would say like kind of in between like stout, almost to a porter aspect. Yeah, to where it's still easy drinking. It's not gonna be. Too that, heavy. that alcohol just, is snuck in there. That's for sure. It's oh like no, eight, it'll, it'll get you. It's about nine yeah. percent. There you go. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to drink my stout with a knife and fork. Yeah, yeah. that's Fair just enough. that's just a personal opinion. Like, I know there's dudes out there. They're like, oh, I want to like pour it into a glass. It's one solid piece. But. <laughs> it's funny you say that too because like the the when I drink them sometimes like stout sometimes I'm like this is like a steak. Yeah. 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 So it's funny you say knife, like fork and knife, because I'm like, man, it's like a, it's a meal all all on its own. Sometimes, man, these yeah. stouts are just heavy. people use the word like <clears throat> chewy, and I'm like, I don't want to hear that. Not with a for beer. a beer. Yeah. Yeah. Not for a beer. Very li- fair. Like gum and maybe a Starburst is what I want to hear chewy for. Everything else, please don't use that as a description. <laughs> something I can else. drink, not eat. There you yeah. go. Buy a nickel. Um, so you guys also have the farmers and artisans uh, market as well going on at the brewery. Is that yeah, we do. Effect? It is the second and fourth weekend um, on Sundays. Okay. 
Um, so we've, we've got a lot of different kind of vendors. We've got like food vendors that make like homemade spices and things like that. And we've got like artisan, um, like last time we had one, I actually bought like a, it's like reclaimed wood kind of thing. It's like a jewelry holder. It's pretty much branches in a cool frame, but it's cool. pretty cool. Um, but all sorts of local vendors. Yeah. So I got you. They're, wow. out, they're out there every, uh, twice a month. So. I don't think I ever told you, but one of the, uh, one of the vendors is actually a buddy of mine. Him no and his way. wife do like the friends? bath bombs and stuff. <laughs> I have three. Three whole friends, man. Three. And their wives. My space must have been easy for you. That's six. It's, where, it's all about where you spend your time. Yeah. That's where you get the friends, man. But, uh, yeah. shit, let's get into uh, the biggest event we wanted to talk about was you guys have the Oktoberfest party yes. coming on. Yes. Yeah. Everyone... Oktoberfest, dude. We're so excited. So it's coming up just around the corner um, on Saturday September 17th. The 17th. So uh, it's from 4 to 10 p.m. Uh, you buy tickets at the door. You don't have to purchase them ahead of time. How much are um, the tickets? Dude, it's a steal. 15 bucks. Jesus. Gets you a giant 22-ounce uh, beer stein, glass beer stein. Mm-hmm. There's 500 steins. The rest Limited quantity. So There's first 500, 500 get a stein. <laughs> Everyone else after that gets a really sweet Oktoberfest pint glass. But get there early. 22-ounce German stein refills in that so everyone Very gets nice. three beers so, so we do encourage people staying the night the night before to make you know, sure they get their out stein. early get there well, treat you know, it like typ- jordan's typically we open at noon on saturdays and okay. we, we figured you know if we open at noon for an oktoberfest party yeah people will die yeah oh, very much <laughs> so, so yeah. we're yeah. opening at four yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're gonna open at four and uh start the party and we've got what how many bands are coming uh, we've got, I think, four different bands, um, but we also have like a German polka band that's going to be playing sporadically throughout the day. Okay, so any other type of polka? Like a legit polka, <laughs> yeah. like German band. So I, I almost asked jokingly, will there be a polka band there? And I'm oh, there, I'm glad there, there will be. be. You guys committed. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, and then uh, like we've got the big indoor tap room. There's going to be a bunch of stuff outdoors. Okay. I mean, it is... We've got an outdoor bar. We've got... It's the biggest party of the year for us. Yeah, so. yeah. I got you. Blowing we're it very, all out. We're very excited. And this yeah. is the first year we've actually had an Oktoberfest beer at Oktoberfest. Okay. Uh, two years ago, we had a uh, a Bach, which was excellent, but this beer, I think, kicks it out of the water. I mean, yeah. so um, we're really excited. So you can get those big German signs full of our Oktoberfest. Make Hell yeah. Legit. Hell yeah. So go. it's going to be a lot of fun. So four to ten... September seventeenth. When Get you there. hear Oktoberfest, you you think Steins. You, know, oh, yeah. you, you yeah, think big ass not. Steins. Oh, I've, oh yeah. I've seen them, uh-huh. and they are worth getting there at like three thirty and waiting. Yeah, no, they're, <laughs> they're they're pretty massive. I filled one for a picture, and then I was that like, big. I can't waste this beer. Yeah. Like you don't waste beer, so it's like yeah. noon. I'm taking a picture, so I finished the beer and I'm like, Good all right, Dave, I'm done today. You don't have to, <laughs> don't have to come up with excuses but, for drinking you, at noon. I understand. Know, yeah, it's better you don't. Work, they're not believable. <laughs> Dude, can I call in sick? You're uh, here already. You're yeah, next door but... to my office. <laughs> but if so I, if I, if I, it's one of the few jobs that I think that calling in drunk is is it's acceptable. It's a, you it's get not, like three it of them. It can't be year. like a weekly, but you know, yeah. it is a definite thing that you can be like, uh, dude. Every now and then they well, get. Nah, it. I'm not doing it. They get it. <laughs> if they get I pour it. this out, I'm gonna cry. So <laughs> you don't want me to cry. You brewed this. Yeah, I don't right. want to waste yeah. that. But uh, 100%. yeah, no, that, that's a by far. We have two really big events throughout the year anniversary and Oktoberfest uh, 
our owner is obsessed with Oktoberfest. He's got his like German lederhosen. Oh man. And he just got some like new little German like handmade leather shoes from oh, Germany, geez. all in oh, German shit. the other day. He's like stoked. You so got, you gotta go uh, all out. Y'all have to come. It's gonna Hell be awesome. Yeah. So Imagine being able to you get us be, in. Yeah. We, we might to I might know some by. people. We'll get you some passes. It'll be great. Oh, you, you know some people? I might know some people. We've AKA officially met people yourself. I printed them. <laughs> as long as my printer has ink, we're Right? All we, good. Got you. we got you. I got you. I got you. Um, well, let's see. What else are we going to be featuring? Oh, you had that Texas Heritage Pack come out recently, too, right? Um, Coming soon, actually. Oh, okay, cool. Coming soon. Um, so Aaron and I know a lot about the packing of that. So um, this is our first time ever doing a variety pack. So um, it's very, very, very labor intensive because in two uh, days. Yes. Who so Heather and I, Heather, Heather and I. Oh, geez. We stacked all the pallets. It was terrible. No breaks, just hours and hours of work. And two, two I mean, days. I am it's like super buff job. from two days, but right? We're just we're super small from like two days. I can take Dave, but you know, I'd go. I'd go home, take about. 2,000 milligrams of ibuprofen yeah. and drink four to five beers before I could even like <laughs> So guys, a lot of a lot of love and effort went into these variety packs. So, when so you, you should see, buy them all. When you see, <laughs> off the shelves, when you see the all. Heritage Pack, Those these hands, hands <laughs> touched every, every single, single one. one. That might turn every a lot of people one. towards it. And yes. it's very Maybe Native American of you. Well, <laughs> my hands touched them and Heather's. So... They don't like me. They're gonna the like Heather. Heather's a saving grace. So just whatever floats your boat, they, it's been touched. It's been touched. Yeah. Lots of love went into these and lots of effort. But uh, no, we're really excited about it. So it's gonna have um, it's gonna have our three of our bombshell blonde. Okay. Three of our pine belt, which is our first beer. Three of our conspiracy theory IPA, which we mentioned with the. 360 tops hey. and then our current seasonal oh. so you'll get three oktoberfest almost guaranteed if you want oktoberfest <laughs> after next week you're gonna have to buy a variety pack yep because they're yeah. uh it went very market. quick so this was our this was our first year doing the oktoberfest yeah and it sold out so quick. we made a lot yeah i mean we made a lot what and makes? after the first shipment we had to make the decision to quit kegging really? everything else has gone package and even still, it's it's done. Yeah, We're, I, I mean, people fucking drank that shit. What up? deterred y'all yeah. in the past from doing like an Oktoberfest? Capacity. Well, well, really, it was it was our capacity. We yeah. were we were in a fifteen barrel brew house, okay. which um, took like four batches of brewing to fill up one of our one twenty fermenters. Uh, okay. um, so moving into our new facility, we have we upgraded, we quadrupled. Yeah. So we're in a sixty barrel brew house. Um, so it's a lot easier for us to make more beer. So we completely revamped all of our seasonals. Okay, cool. So in spring we did a new spring pills. Oh. Uh, summer we did a new summer saison. And Oktoberfest is our fall seasonal. Um, People really like that summer saison as well. Like, oh yeah, no, it, it was great. It was really good. It was one of the few beers I've ever seen that was timed perfectly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the day that everybody was calling me and going, "Hey, I'm out of saison," I was like, "Well, guess what? <laughs> Oktoberfest is coming." tomorrow guess who called right nice. before you perfect did. you're great don't worry <laughs> perfect. Got, got any spoilers for what, what we can expect in the winter oh yeah, actually we, we might. do we um might. so like i said we revamped our seasonal lineup so <laughs> exactly. we have a new winter seasonal coming out called oh. winter warmer Ooh. it is a uh, traditional british old ale uh-huh. um which 
if you know, if you're familiar with our brewery, we do a lot of uh, traditional European beer styles is really our kind of kick. Um, So it's something we've kind of done before. If you've ever had an old potentate was one of our really popular winter beers that we've released several for the last several years. Yeah. Um, This is kind of a twist on that. So it's going to be a very malty, rich, probably pretty high ABV. Uh-huh. Uh, you have um, multi but also can't, <laughs> but also for the first time canned in a six pack. Oh, okay, so, nice. Um, it'll which will be line priced with everything else, which really? is yeah. that's another thing that we started doing is the seasonals were a four pack and they were more expensive than a six pack. Yeah. Now everything's line priced. It's there all the go. same. Okay. Well, except buried hatchet. I mean, it's that good shit. You got a nine. You got nine percent stout. You can't. (laughs) You're gonna pay a little extra for that. TABC frowns upon giving people that much. Oh man, I think we've said it before, but we'll say it again. Fuck TABC. (laughs) They have no rule over this show. I'm not gonna say it. I won't say that in particular. But that's our views are. Me me and Garrett's views are. If you want to say that, I won't argue. (laughs) There you go. We do not speak on on behalf of Southern Star Brewery. Can we get that disclaimer? Like, (laughs) views expressed on this podcast do not necessarily express the views of the breweries. (laughs) We might actually need to start incorporating that because we do talk a lot of shit. shit. Oh man, that that sounds like exactly what the plan was anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, one beer or one more beer I wanted to ask you guys about: uh, Black Crack. That oh man, the motherfucker! This is a, this is so, a very sensitive subject. Touchy, oh, man. Touchy, Why is it so touchy? Because I'm gonna let Heather take it. That's oh, how touchy it is. Oh. Thanks, Aaron. Appreciate you. with the delicate Appreciate you. Gonna let the pretty one. Take so it. this is the first hey, year in a long time that we are not gonna be able to make black crack. Oh, I apologize for bringing um, that up. The reason being, I mean, we moved to the new facility. I know, right? Man. It's coming back. Don't worry. For everyone that's um, just listening, we, we all made crosses. Every, everyone yeah. in this room just did crosses yeah. right now. There's one atheist in the corner that did it, too. Yeah, I mean, was, we're just going to go with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it just didn't work out logistically this year. Yeah. Um, it's a nine-month barrel-aged beer. With us moving into the new brewery, yeah. Um, and it, everything kept getting pushed back. We were yeah. hoping to be in there in November of last year, but construction, you know, it's just well, it's it's like an ongoing April? thing. Yeah, yeah. Construction and stuff like that. So we got in probably March, April. Okay. I mean, I we're you. slowly transitioning in. Um, that you'd have to get like thirty thousand dollars in barrels yeah. to do that, and then let it sit for nine months to release at the proper time. It just didn't work. So this year we're not going to be able to do it. Um, but in conjunction with that, we found some fun ways to kind of put some interesting little barrel-aged stuff out. Yeah. So we've got a new cast series coming out. Yeah, okay. um, so we've got three different variations of different casks. Oh, so awesome. we've got a uh, New Orleans one that we did actually, um, and we tapped the first one in the, the brewery and contributed all the funds to the flood victims in yeah. Baton Rouge. Nice, nice. So that one was hatchet aged on Cypress with old New Orleans rum. Um, we also did one kind of spinning off of Black Crack with um, Whitmire's um, in Houston. So yeah. it's a local distillery, um, aged on American oak. So nice. very similar. Yeah. So we've got a few of those casts coming out. And then also we have a Canadian version with Canadian rum and maple. So um, we've I've got, never heard we've, of Canadian well, hell, It's Black Crack on Crack. Right, so we've got a few different, we've got a few barrel aged versions coming out, limited release for events. So you should keep your eye out. So definitely check the 
uh, Facebook page for yeah. Southern Star yeah. Brewing because that is the only way you're going to know where it's going to be. I got you. Yeah, we well, made hell. a very limited release. I think it's a six keg or six casks yeah. of each version. So. In lieu of all of that, at the, like in lieu of like the black crack not having black crack, that all sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you guys like, supplemented it with even better ideas. And hell, yeah, yeah. Absence, makes, absence makes the got, heart grow strong, uh, grow strong, uh, stronger. Right? That's yes. the catchphrase. That's the saying. Fonder. Yeah, and, fonder. And I don't yeah. think we're at liberty to say what is coming up but there is a keg series that is in the works coming out that will only be available in kegs all right you guys have leaked definitely enough secrets i won't even force that, that one out of that, no but you're <laughs> pull out my fingernails i'm not doing it yeah. <laughs> fair enough fair yeah. enough man but it i mean just keep an eye out because they're you know we've got a bigger facility we've got more capacity yeah there's a lot of really neat stuff coming out of southern star awesome. which is Exciting for me is one of you know one of the market representatives. I can go out and say, "Hey, let me get you in on this." That type of shit just sells itself. But yeah, I actually that's gonna be a good point or a good way to kind of send us out. Just stay on the fucking lookout for Southern Star. Just check the website and for sure be on the Facebook because Facebook, our Facebook always has all the events. Yeah. And that's where you're gonna find out. Oh, hey, there's some really cool stuff. That's coming. great too, because a lot of companies and stuff like they have like websites and Facebooks that are like they're very populated, but they don't keep that's up exactly with it. Where I was going yeah, with they, that, but yeah. they don't keep up with it. They like you'll see, look at their calendar, and it's like this has been the same thing for the last six months. Yeah. Like, is, is there nothing going on here? No, I got I got that's a call awesome. every month asking if I've updated my events for next month. There you go. So see, trust I'm me, it is up to date. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, you guys check out Southern Star. Uh, like they said, we got tons of shit. You ready to play a game? We can play a game. Oh, Ooh, man. games are fun. Let's play a game. Games are fun. <laughs> We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back with the game. All right. What's the thing? Hello? 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 Yeah, welcome back. Just so everyone else knows, we're on camera right now. Oh, I, <laughs> hey guys. I've got a puppy in my Yeah, we've uh, we've added one more guest, Trill Ass Burton. Welcome Trill to the show. Tr- that's, that's, that's Trill dot ass dot Burton on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, we decided to say fuck the game. Uh, we were having a lot of fun talking, so we'll keep doing that. Hell yeah. yeah, bitch. So I just wanted to ask y'all. I mean, you kind of work in the area, obviously, and represent Houston. What are some Houston bars you guys like to kind of visit if you're not doing your job? Or if you are doing job. your job, and are we referring to good craft beer or just no, 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 uh, bars? Just your bars, yeah, your bars. Go to. I think we spoke about rails. <laughs> I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna shamelessly no. plug one of my favorite uh, wintertime bars okay. is Cedar Creek because they've got mm, ten fire pits outside. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm yet to be or yet to go. I, I love fire. <laughs> I grew up in the, I grew up in the country. Uh, fire good. Yeah. Bonfire. You know, pastor parties, that was kind of my thing back in the day. You told so. us you have history with arson. So <laughs> I don't want to, we're not here to incriminate people. Uh, not, I missed I out on that. I'm pretty sure the statute of limitations has passed. Our fact checker, yeah. our fact checker isn't that. up here, or so I would check for you. But I, I believe your 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 stance is correct. Yeah, He's currently in, in seventh on grade, fire. and I'm not going to say how old I am because that way you don't know. There you uh, go. In seventh grade, a buddy of mine and I burned down a park. In oh, Tyler, yeah. Texas, a whole park, a whole park, oh, like yeah. all the woods. We were in a, we were in like a year and a half drought. <laughs> so what you're, that. so yeah. what you're saying is literally only you can prevent forest fires, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> only Smokey I can the start them. Yeah, Sm- Smokey well, the Bear is like somewhere. Me, me and my buddy, we definitely, we definitely started help. it, and um, 
Yeah, I got driven home by the fire marshal that day. That was fun. That was a, that was a real fun conversation with my parents. Right. Fun stuff. Yeah, that's good. Sure I will you, I oh, will yeah. I will plug a bar that I didn't burn down. Um, Thankfully, they're, they're, and they're, I didn't burn and, down Cedar Creek. Yeah, but <laughs> just a part just name. If one person okay. here were liable to do it, so there's a bar they they are not known for craft beer. Okay. Actually, they have very few beers. Um, but it's one of my favorite bars. It's a hole in the wall, Lola's Depot, off of Montrose and Westheimer. Okay, so it's close. It, it is a house that has been renovated into a bar. Okay. They've been there for years. They're right behind a Mexican restaurant and a car wash, and there's no sign. So it's like a little you-need-to-know kind of it's thing. It's literally a hole in the wall. Because there, a, there's no sign, it's and a that's hole what in I the call wall. it. Yeah, it's, yeah. An, it's an unmarked house that serves yeah. the cheapest, strongest drinks you could get in that, well, that, I, I Could you sell it a little harder? That has to suck if like you're really drunk <laughs> and, and you try to walk back up to the house and you, you walk into the wrong house and <laughs> there's some lady in her living room right. like, what the fuck? They've Where's got, my margarita? Right. They've got a trippy <laughs> patio full of graffiti art and like it's totally a hole in the wall that you if you're from Houston, you have to experience. Lola's like, Depot? It's called Lola's Depot. If you Google it, I'm sure there's enough people that have been there that you'll find it. I know yeah. one more bar that I know, Heather, you like. Uh, if you like craft cocktails, and I mean really craft cocktails, like they make all the mixers by hand, uh, Cat and Foxheart's Bad News Bear, or oh, Bad News Bar. yeah, Bad oh, News yeah. Bar is awesome it, downtown. Hell of a you name. You have to know where <laughs> it is. Yeah, okay. is, is that the, is that the, the upstairs bar? Upstairs. Yeah, okay. the door is for an attorney's office, and there's usually just some dude <laughs> standing out there, and you're like, what's Are you homeless? Up? A drunk driver like, attorney? Up, yeah, actually, I introduced myself <laughs> and he, to him. It's, it's a one-in, one-out bar, so it's never overcrowded. Nice. And it is it's best. It's such a cool bar. And it's seasonal craft cocktails, I believe. Like It's, some of the best it's a constantly rotating cocktail bar i love I, not love love is a strong word and i hardly use it you can use it if but you to. i i, I strongly <laughs> i strongly like the homeless people's attitude here in, in houston texas <laughs> dude yeah. the, i already know what story you're thinking of Sorry. Well, which one i have a couple which uh, one are you thinking uh, about one time when we were walking home or uh, walking 20 dollar homeless man yes we were walking oh, to the man. car from the astros game <laughs> and walked all the way to spaghetti warehouse and then on our way back apparently found homeless alley yeah like, oh, shit. i think like, they, they were all, all asleep rent. but they were all asleep in the and f- there was one homeless guy awake one. and he was the first homeless guy in a line and he had the balls to go, do y'all have $20? Like, like he didn't ask for change. He didn't ask for a single dollar. He asked for $20 right off the top. Just, y'all got $20? Cracking, no. Cracking cheese. There's a whole, yeah. there's a whole lot of homeless people. So I used to live downtown, and yeah. I, I walked along this, like, trail at night, like, just feeling bold as hell. Yeah. And uh <laughs> Found this be. place. There's apparently like a juvenile prison that I walked past. And well, time a, out. You can't call it a prison. It's, 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 it's no, juvenile it was, detention center. Right? It was the most amazing. It was the most spot. amazing. Well, you did. There was an there was an army of cats that would follow you, oh, but they wow. also had a homie raccoon. So I was walking and I looked behind me. Okay. There's like six cats and a raccoon following me. It was the most magical thing. It was so or cool. protecting you. I kept. Right. Right. I went back every day. I fed them. I was like, "You guys but, are gonna follow me. This is awesome. No right. one, will, no one will screw with me if I have a raccoon and you sound six like, cats." You ever me. see Willard, where the guy controlled the rats or some shit? Like, <laughs> no. with his that's what you sound <laughs> like. It, it was it, amazing. It was the dad from Back to the Future. He played Willard. It, it, like Willard, he was just he was like the Ant Man. I'm sorry if I keep on saying he's likes, but he's like the Ant Man of rats. He's like, yeah, dude. 
I miss gonna, it. But he used them for I evil. I miss that little gang. Dude, nice. my, my favorite homeless guy was when I lived in Third Ward, <laughs> and there was this gr- there was a gas station, 24-hour gas station. I used to. I live out in nowhere now. I'm fucked. But there's this dude. I, I met him. He was always sweeping the parking lot. He was like, let me wash your windows. Like, let me just do something yeah. to earn your money. Yeah. It's like, cool, Whatever dude. you got. Give it I to was me. like, look, man, I, I don't have any cash. And he goes, hey, can you just go and buy me some fried chicken? So one of those gas stations had the restaurants. I was like, yeah, cool. So I always bought this dude. I, was like, he would, I would pull up. I'd put my credit card in the thing. <laughs> He would pump my gas, and I would go get him some fried chicken. Love the guy. One night, like 4 a.m., you know, one of those nights. And <laughs> I, I don't get, have to explain it. Just I one get, of yeah. those nights. I get, I get four, there, four and, you know, he's there, as always. And he's like, uh, hey, man, can you get me some chicken tonight? I was like, dude, I'm, I'm in a hurry. I got to go, but here's like 10 bucks. And some dude saw that, some other homeless guy, and he starts coming across oh, the parking lot. Fuck. Hey, man, 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 This dude that I always took care of jumps in between the two of us. He's like, that's my friend. And it was like a fist fight. And Poor I was friend. like, it sounds see like ya. A- <laughs> that sounds like a that sounds like a prison bitch scenario. He's like, "This is my, my man." All of a sudden, my hand was under my hand was on I'm his pocket. It was weird. Yeah, yeah. I'm Squirrel Master, and he's Squad Golf. You know what I'm saying? Squad I'm golf. Squirrel Master. He's like my it. bitch. That half baked. He was like, Get, "Yes, yeah, thank you. yeah." I'm glad somebody caught it. But man, I'm I tell you what, that was that dude was the shit. It's funny. No idea what happened. It's funny that you bring up Tommy Chong because I was, uh, I woke up, uh, you know, I fall asleep watching all types of shit and, uh, and my (laughs) TV. I can't imagine. I woke woke up and and I was watching Adult Swim, so I woke up watching Cartoon Network. And and Tommy Chong plays like a stoner. What was it? It was like a, it was basically Tally. No, no, he was a, he was a fanny pack, I think. (laughs) But he was like a stoner fanny pack. I like, I didn't notice until like I, I heard. Come on, man. I'm like, what's <laughs> up with this? Oh, what's Tommy this? Chong? Yeah. Shrek. Are you telling me that Tommy Chong played a stoner? That's but really like for out a of children's guys. show. Like it was like a very, it was like a children's show. I was like, we're just like, like uh, what do they call it? Uh, subliminally letting kids know that like weed's cool. Yeah, weed's, weed's cool. all right. And that's, yeah, that's fine with me. That's that's or fine with me. But but that's, yeah, I thought he was a talent first at South Park. You guys, guys want to get high? South Park's coming high? back. Re- don't forget to bring a towel. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love Tally, man. Mm. Uncle Grandpa was the our, our new fact checker, Dave, <laughs> who does a hell of a lot better of a job than... Uh, the, we don't have to say the other guy's name. Chet? Fuck that guy. Yeah, because he's terrible. <laughs> terrible. Yeah, fuck that guy. Downstairs watching Downstairs, football. Watching the Bears game. Bastard. No, not the Bears game. The, the Broncos game. Broncos. Oh, Broncos, yeah. Broncos are up. Right? Yeah, the Broncos Anders. are winning right now. Woo! Now we can talk about the Broncos. I Shit. slept on C.J. Anderson, man. Yeah, you should have started C.J. Anderson. Someone told me that it was smart not to. Well, you know, it's not. It's not done yet. You gotta wait till Sunday. <laughs> fair, fair. Burton, man. Burton is dead. Trill. He doesn't even care. Burton. Burton. What are you doing? Like, are you alive? You're just dead weight in the lab. That's Again, that's trill.ass.burton, like correct? Trill I feel like it's at, on Instagram. If anyone on this podcast makes it big Instagram. first, it's trill.ass.burton. Gonna be he's going to be a brewery's mascot or some shit, and he's going to go big time on us. So yeah, good, he's going to forget all about I'm us. so lucky I got to hold him now. This is going to be the next <laughs> before, Mr. Pickles. You knew him, you really knew him before blew he blew up. You've oh, got pictures with him and everything. I took selfies with you, honey. Well, shit. 
shit. Lucky me. If only you could sign it. All right, y'all. It was a pleasure having everyone listening on us today. Uh, thank you, David, for coming. Thank you, Su- uh, Kick Southern some ass Star, David. for coming. Yeah, kick some ass, <laughs> David. I've been drinking. Who are these guys? I've been drinking. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. We've been, drinking, we've been drinking for a little while. Uh, <laughs> Southsidecollection.com for uh, all the hats and shirts you see today. We have a hat and a shirt for our guests here. Um, Southern Star, where can we find you guys on the tweets and yeah, the Facebooks? Yeah, give, give us your plugs. Uh, Facebook is going to be Southern Star Brewing. Sweet. Uh, Twitter is hey. going to be Southern Star Brewing Co. Okay. Um, so you'll find us on there. So Sounds good. Check us out. Uh, and like we said, man, they're one of the few breweries that actually keeps their shit up to date on the website, too. So Absolutely. check them out all over the web. Definitely be on Facebook because that is where. Facebook's our big go-to. Yeah. I mean, all right, cool. everything like comes share up Share them on, on Facebook. Everyone has a Facebook. Southern Star Brewing Co. Well, if, our, if we had our stat guy, I would really want to know the number of how many people had Facebook. But uh, well, uh, do you want to take a guess and we'll we'll talk about it? We got fifteen thousand, two billion, about six. So you can account for fifteen thousand of, of, of Facebook population. About 15, 16, somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. Feel free to like share this on the company page or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> our, we'll do. Our, our, well, she will. Our third, <laughs> our third fact checker. Before we go, one point two three billion people are are Shit. on Facebook. I so it. that kind of makes our sixteen thousand look pretty. I'd like sad. to stick with our. 16, <laughs> it's cool. We got two hundred something views on the first out, episode. Yeah. We're pretty it's insignificant. Potential. Yeah, that's room for growth. Alrighty, y'all. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for fucking with us. We had a great time. You had a great time. Y'all had a great time. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Sounds good. Awesome. When we do a reunion show, come back. That's right. (laughs) Nell, coming to the the stage. stage. Uh, Cinnamon uh, Toast Crunch. uh. Next up is Bambi. Oh, look out, boys. She She just got those new boobies. (laughs)